what's going on everybody this is what's the wave episode number 11 and we took another one of these breaks so to say but we're back finally life hit us pretty hard over over our little break but you know we hit we ganged up yeah we actually in the same area i'm actually looking at these guys so i can yell at them and they can feel where i'm coming from but um (laughs) but yes i'm here nate's here tyler's here fellas how we doing Chilling. What's up? What's up? What's going on, guys? Cold, man. Cold. Feeling 22. Cold. Oh yeah, my man's birthday uh, was just the other day. Everybody shout out to Brandon. Yeah. Hit him up on Twitter. Yeah, don't do that. I'm not gonna respond. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. He's not. He's not joking. Um. <laughs> Anyways, let's get started. Let's get right to it because we have a lot to get to. Let's do it. So. Right before we started recording, we had a pretty heated discussion about the Los Angeles Lakers and their very tumultuous season. I think that's putting it lightly. So I want to ask the question, where do you think was the point where the Lakers season just went completely haywire? Um, Anyone, y'all, y'all both could take this. Huh? No matter. It started going downhill after LeBron got hurt. And then right after that, it got even worse. After the whole AD situation, and then when Lonzo got hurt, we just gave up. To be honest, gave well, yeah, cause it seemed like it gave up because the playoff mode was supposed to be activated, and I don't think that yeah. got due to the rest of the team. Nah. So that was pretty unfortunate. But um, but uh, I see you shaking your head. Is no, I, I agree. I agree with what he said. So once LeBron got hurt, um. It kind of it kind of started to go downhill. Then when he came back, you had the whole AD situation, and with the proposed trade that they wanted to trade almost everybody, which is for AD. what's ruined the Lakers, right? Which is what I've been saying the whole time. Don't that's you're saying that, but where are you pointing the finger? LeBron James. I'm not saying now. Listen, hold on, hold on. Listen, 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 listen. listen. I'm not saying for all the fans out there. I keep telling y'all, I like LeBron. I'm not. This is not a hate thing, but LeBron, if you have a say in whatever is going on on the trade, then you literally need to tell uh, Magic Johnson that hey, yo, I'm not gonna trade my whole entire team from one player just because he's the top pick that's how many players were you gonna trade six i think so yeah. yeah six and like two first round picks for one player yeah i keep saying think about it if that trade went through who would we have got returned we would have had g league players yep. playing andre ingram would have been a starting point guard pretty much like i mean come on like what are we talking about here it would i understand it would have been a bad trade no. my thing is I don't understand how you point the finger at LeBron if the trade would have been through. Because LeBron didn't propose the the trade to the Pelicans. He, bro, ain't no one saying, listen, we we do know that Magic Johnson Robert Lincoln called the shots. We know that, right? Right. But let's stop acting like LeBron doesn't have a say in that. And 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 the fact that he he's been public with his recruitment of AD makes it smell fishy that he was the one that possibly proposed a trade to the Pelicans or even had a say, well, had a bigger say in it because, I mean, he's a star player. And basically, I mean, we're being honest, LeBron kind of runs the league at this point. Like, anything that, almost anything that he, you know, says, 
everyone else falls in line with it. Is that right or wrong? That's right. And you heard his interview. Which interview? When he was talking about um, his post interview or pregame interview, when he was talking about uh, his players need to to actually want to win. Or, yeah, if, you, if yeah. they if they let distractions get in the way, they play for the wrong franchise. Yeah, like, like I'll, stuff I'll like point that. that out. Like the fact I don't like the fact that LeBron is doing that that public point, finger pointing thing that he's doing. He's at fault for that, especially when he's not like, totally playing agree. defense the way he should be. But totally going back to this point. Rob Palenka and Magic Johnson proposed the trade to the Pelicans. If I'm LeBron, even if you're LeBron, I can understand him winning AD. So right. I can understand him nodding off on the trade. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that you fault him for them proposing that trade. Because that's what they proposed. They there was a trade that they proposed first and they declined. Trade. Then they upped the trade and said you can have anybody. And they still declined. Okay, so LeBron is hurt. You know, we were, you know, top we were in the fourth, fourth yeah, seed. Mm-hmm. So when he comes back, right. he doesn't do any of the same things that he's doing besides scoring. In my opinion, he was still hurt. He is still he's hurt. He's still, he still hurt. I'm, I'm not saying, yeah, numbers. I'm not taking it's away numbers, anything from it's, him. Some of them are empty calorie numbers because he's, not, he's, not, he's doing not doing it the same way. Exactly. And he can't put the same effort that he's he did. Just, he's putting up the, no, the numbers for his his stats and his endorsements, which I understand, but I feel like he came to LA not for to win. I feel like he's coming for himself because he knows that the end is near, so he wants to. He's preparing for life after yeah, basketball. He's preparing himself, so he wants to bring a star like AD, so he can play with. So it'll take you know uh, it, some his, of the his body want to be taxed yeah. as much as possible. And and he'll give it to a younger player. Yeah, exactly. And that, there was the report that he's been playing for extra weight too, which mm-hmm. which possibly um, has something yeah. to do with his performance all life, or even his like unwillingness to play defense. Because that's what it is. It's, he's unwilling to play defense. His at this point. third year, third year, what small forward shooting guard Kyle Kuzma literally had to push a veteran. Arguably the greatest player ever to touch a basketball, to play defense. And let me tell you something: if Kyle Kuzma is pushing you to play defense, Kyle Kuzma. that is a problem. Don't get me wrong; I like Kyle Kuzma. Too. We the, love the, him. The, the brother can put up numbers. He can score, but the man don't play a lick of defense. Mm-mm. I mean, let's be real. Like, yeah. and maybe that was one of the one of the factors of him being involved in that trade because he don't play de- he don't play good defense. Could be wrong, but I, it's alarming. What I do want to say is, even though LeBron's wilding, Brandon Ingram is coming crazy, and we haven't talked about him a lot. You know something? I remember Twitter told me that he was a bad player. He mm-hmm. was mid, as Twitter would say, he's a mid player. Yep. And I think that his progression like throughout the season needs to be acknowledged by a lot more people because not a lot of people are acknowledging it. Mm-hmm. Because, to be honest, he is the guy that you want to joke around and make fun of him because he is who he is. He's not He's not Jason Tatum, even though Jason Tatum's not even having that good of a year. He's not... Um, who else was in that draft? Um, D'Angelo Russell? Yeah, yeah D'Angelo Russell. Yeah. I, I got to be honest. It hurts me that we traded him. I mean, it hurts me because look what he's doing. He's going. He's going to win in most improved play, and it's not even going to be close. Nah, yeah, he definitely won that. That's that's yeah. yeah that's not an argument. Um, 
Wow. Hell, he's probably the reason why Kyrie probably won't go to the Nets because I, I think the Nets have had a shot at Kyrie before the season even started because he's there in the area. Yeah. But now that with D'Angelo emerging, that's it's not going to happen. But I do think D'Angelo is going to be a good, attracting piece to Brooklyn. Yeah. So I asked Brandon before you showed up. Mm-hmm. I asked um I asked him who do you think you're gonna keep this free agency because most of y'all players have one year contract mm-hmm. so who do you think you're gonna bring back who are you gonna let go mm-hmm. and then why I think Javale is definitely gonna stay mm-hmm. he's had a pretty solid season I and and you gotta you gotta keep in mind too you need someone who's gonna continue to be as a mentor to uh, Mo Wagner. Who's 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 gonna send at some point? Cause he's he's a really good player. I watched him at Michigan. He he knows how to ball. Um, it's not it's not bias. bias. It's not bias. The <laughs> the the man can play. If you watched a lick of March Madness, you would know. He's okay. talking about college basketball and the NBA. Right I'm now. I'm I'm just I'm just Same saying. What 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 do we base draft picks off of? What we see in college, right? You just you talking about Javale McGee? I'm talking. Yeah, Javale McGee has Javale McGee not been solid this season? No, oh, yes. All right, then. So, so what are we talking about here? Um, I just don't think we're gonna keep him for that long. I don't. Yeah, I'm, I don't think he wants a big contract, though. No, he's I'm not, not saying that want he wants contract. it. He knows that he's not gonna get a big contract at this very moment. If okay. he continues at the way he does, we'll see in three years. But what I'm trying to say is, I think that we're gonna keep Brandon Ingram. We might trade Cal Kuzma, and I think we should keep Lonzo. I think Lonzo is a very, very tricky one because we, me and Tyler were just talking about this yeah, before yeah. you came here. I wouldn't count out Kyrie Irving wanting to come to the Lakers. Yeah, he's I not, said that. He's I not said, and, and why do you think that? He, he wants it all to himself. And and I'm not saying, I'm not knocking uh, that. That's not a bad thing. I'm not saying he, he doesn't want a sidekick or he doesn't want anyone to play with. But what I'm saying is he's not going to go right back to LeBron after, you know, getting mad at him and, and you know, apologizing. You're not going to do that. That's going to... First of all, he's from Jersey. Let's just keep it real. We, he has pride, and we see it when he plays. He doesn't let anybody overstep him. He wants to be that alpha male at all mm-hmm. times, which is players like Kobe. It's players like LeBron that have done that. Like he's not the only person. Mm-hmm. So I think he's gonna go to the Knicks. That's just me. By himself? No, that's. Oh, what that's I keep not. telling you, Katie's going there. But then doesn't that kind of? Kind of counteract no. your part, your whole point. If he's gonna be with KD, you think KD not gonna demand the ball too? KD is not LeBron, in in that essence. Like, KD's gonna give you LeBron numbers whenever he feels like it, but he's not. His presence isn't LeBron like. Like, it's not gonna overshadow Kyrie. I feel like that's gonna be a perfect duo because they're gonna. It's gonna be a match. Yeah. yeah the, the point you do make about him not being overshadowed by KD kind of shows how. It's kind of underrated. We we view KD is yeah. It, it it sucks because but that's a good thing. It's a good thing, in what sense? It's a good thing because when people underrate him and they play him, they're yeah, like they, they are, they yeah, get, they come, they're like oh yeah, you. definitely. This is I should have never thought. I got you. In my mind, KD you. is still second best player in the NBA. Oh, of course. I keep telling you, KD in the next two years is gonna be the best player in the league because LeBron's on his decline. Yeah. Well, I'm not gonna say decline, but he's you know slowly. You know, getting older, so we'll see what happens. I think a lot of people are talking about Giannis being the next guy. I, that's and, my favorite yeah, player. And, and, and to be honest, if he gets a jump shot, how if are you going to stop him? Giannis gets a, a a jump shot, a perimeter jump shot, anything where it's consistent. I feel the same about scary. Ben Simmons, too. No. I feel like, like no. don't get me wrong. Ben Simmons, 
is all around. He can do almost everything on the floor except shoot the damn basketball. I think that's going like, to be his kryptonite. Yeah, it's going to be. Even Kobe said it. Yeah. Like, if he if he said dead ass, if he doesn't get a jump shot, he's going to regret it when his career is over. And I yeah. totally agree with that. Yeah, because if cause people said he was on LeBron's level coming out of college, he could be the next LeBron. LeBron had a jump shot coming out of high school where you was actually shooting in high school. Yeah. So where'd it go? I mean, the range is different, so it's kind of hard. Yeah, of course, and it's a range, faster place. The range, the range is different. I get yeah, that, yeah. but it's just like you have to adapt with the game too. Of because even even Rajar Rondo, who barely knew how to shoot, coming into the league, he eventually developed a jump shot. Now I don't get how I don't get this game plan for the Lakers trying to make him seem like he's stepping Curry, but nah, yeah. yeah, like nah, he, he still knows how to knock shots down. Like you know, I, I to talk about the Lakers, I see what they're doing. They're trying to. People know that they're not going to defend him high up. Right. So, when he's on top of the key, I'm going to tell my If I know he has a shot and I trust in his shot, right. I'm going to tell him to shoot. Not all the time, but you're never going to know if he's going to shoot or pass. Right. Because he's always a pass first guy. Right. So, that moment where you're lagging off because you think I'm going to pass and you're trying to, you're, gonna, you're trying to take that pass lane away, right. I'm going to shoot in your face. Right. So, I get that point. But, I doubt, <laughs> I really doubt that. Ben Simmons is going to get a shot to where it's good. I, I don't see it. I, I hope he does. I really, I really I hope do. he does, too. I really do. But uh, to end this segment, I need to ask you a question. Is there any way the Lakers can salvage this season? No. Um, play defense. That's Let's start with that. That's something easy. Um, and I feel like you guys should trust each other instead of playing – just to play, trust your team, like trust your teammates, and believe in every game that you can win because it's not over. It's only still got you know damn near half the season left. So no, that's, well that's, not half, that's not half, half but less than half. But you still have enough time. You're only yeah. tenth seed, so you still have enough time to get eighth. It's not <clears throat> it's not that difficult. You have LeBron on your team, so I know it's possible. What all right? So what I'm gonna say is it's a little alarming that LeBron's gonna is gonna be on a, on a minutes restriction. To me, that's that's thrown in the towel. And to be honest, I don't agree with this one percent that we're gonna make the playoffs. Anything can happen. It's it's only what March eighth, March ninth. Yeah, it's a lot of time left, and and in the middle of April is when the playoffs start. So, I don't agree with throwing in this towel, the proverbial towel. I don't agree with it. So I think you still gotta go out there, play hard, do what you gotta do. I mean, the season is not over, and if, and I don't like them trying to just throw away the season because let's be real, the Kings are a young team. They could they could fall to at one point. True. The Clippers are not that talented. Let's be real. They're they're good but they're not that talented. They're not talented True. enough to keep, you know, winning the at the rate they're they're going at. But so I think that opens up a door. You just gotta keep playing and just hope for the best. So what do you think, Talo? Well this season's done. The season is done. Uh. Um they should try to finish strong. They should go out there and give effort and, you know, try to salvage some type of chemistry for the remainder of the season, but the season's done. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. They should look ahead towards free agency and what they're going to do for the future. Maybe get rid of Luke. Oh, he gone. Yeah, Luke's gone. Luke, Luke is gone. But my only concern is... But who would you replace him with? <laughs> if we replace him with Ty Lue, I, be I was thinking Eric Spolstra. 
I think Eric Spolster. Eric Spolster's not leaving Miami. Yeah, I don't think he would leave Miami for the Lakers. He's already he's already I mean, established. I, I like regardless. D Wade's leaving. D Wade's leaving. No, but, but he's but established. D Wade left before though. That's that's. No, but D Wade's retiring. He, yeah, exactly. He's not, but still, he left. He left before. That's that's my point. Regardless if he retired or not. Because the way that relationship ended between the Bulls and the and uh, no not the Bulls the uh, Dwayne Wayne and the Heat, I don't think a lot of people expected him to come back, regardless if it was via via not trade me, or what. But, but I think I think it's gonna happen. I think we should get Big Shot Becky from the Spurs. Ooh, I'm not that's gonna lie. interesting. That would be a good. That's interesting. That would be a very good uh, coaching system. It would be very, very interesting for her first coaching gig to, to be, be coaching LeBron. And coach Lakers. LeBron, right? But that would be but a you perfect. Want more controversy. In That's not on, on no, top of. But that will be what LeBron wants because more people are going to show up at that Lakers game because it's a female coach. Exactly. And she knows what she's doing because she came from Greg. Yeah, Oxford. no, she knows what she's doing. I don't know. I mean. She, She's a Hall of Famer herself, just from her playing basketball. So trust me, she knows what she's doing on the Lakers. She would know exactly what to do. And and um and Magic Johnson would believe anything she's saying because coming from a great a great coach and a great coaching system. And a team that won and that wins. Personally I would not be opposed to it. Anyone who would be opposed to it is someone who just in fear of a woman being oh, a head coach. Yes, yeah. that's. Yeah, I'm not opposed to it, but that's, that's definitely. I get what you're saying. It's kind of different. Yeah, not, not even that. It's just I feel yeah, like it's the norm. So yeah, it's like, gonna... you know, I get it. So we're gonna end right there because we have to talk about Antonio Brown now. Yeah. At Fri- Friday after mid, well, after midnight on Friday, we thought that. We 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 thought that he was going to be a Buffalo Bill, and AB said, "Nah, I don't want to be a Buffalo Bill." <laughs> right, rightly so. Yeah, I don't think anybody. So would. yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so he's still on the market. There's teams still vying for his services. So, regardless of what y'all have heard from anywhere, Twitter, Bleach Report doesn't matter. Where do y'all believe he fits best? Well, he fits best with the Packers. Ugh. But I think... Are you kidding me? Yeah, I had to give this man a dirty look. He doesn't fit best with the Packers? Tell me how. Aaron I understand, Rod- obviously, cool. But tell me how. How? Tell me how. How? Where's... Aaron Rodgers. Then he has Devontae Adams on one side. Mm-hmm. I think he fits good in that system. But he's not going to go there. I think he's going to either go to Seattle or to the Falcons. I think that he may go to the Raiders. Um, that kind of makes sense. Realistically, like I, earlier I was joking, but realistically he might go to the the Raiders. Like why? That makes else? sense, but it's I don't think they're gonna trade him to an AFC team. He's gonna trade him to the Bills. Yeah, why? But the Bills are like, and what are the Raiders? I mean, the Raiders. They have some pieces. They have pieces. I believe but, in so, Derek Carr. I just think Derek Carr had a bad season. I, I, I believe in him, too. Yeah. I believe in him. I believe in him, too. Because I think what he did in the second half of the season was very, very uh, impressive. impressive. Yeah. Because they, cause they was, we, we, there was a discussion whether he was crying on the sideline against uh, uh, the Seattle to just balling out in the last couple of weeks, being the Steelers in that, mm-hmm. in that crazy game. But um, I, I agree with the Raiders pick. But... 
There's a team that I'm thinking of that's going through a little bit of a, a turnover. The Arizona Cardinals. Now, Larry is about to leave. And they have a system now where it's geared towards the offense. Mm. You're going to probably bring in Kyler Murray. Let's let's be Josh Rose is going to be the quarterback of the Cardinals week one they're next not season. Bring, they're not, bringing, they're him not bringing him back. They're not bringing him back. And that's a whole different discussion for another day because I do think he has gotten wronged and whatever. But you have – you think about it. Kyler Murray is going to need some security blankets. Before you finish, right? Uh-huh. You really believe that they're gonna draft Kyler Murray? I one hundred percent believe he, they're gonna Who draft Kyler Murray. They Nick draft? Bosa, I believe Nick Bosa. Bro, is going they're not gonna. One. You think you believe they're gonna draft them, or you? Th- I believe like, that. I believe that Bosa is going number one. Their head coach even said we're not we're not drafting Kyler Murray. We're gonna stick with Josh Rosen. So so. I'm because because I I get where you're coming from. Is that clip of Cliff Kingsbury saying? All those good things about Kyle Murray. That was like that was last season. Yeah. I believe it was last season. But it's just like what you're hearing. It, it just it just feels like they don't have a belief in Rosen. All they because they're they're open. They're actively shopping him for a reason. Mm-hmm. They're shopping him. That's why I was. Confused. And and regardless if they're not taking the offers or not, if they get a good offer, they're gonna take him. Yep. So they they're gonna ship him away. Like that's that's a given. But I do believe that Kyler Murray's gonna need some security blankets. You got David Johnson, who's still a good running back. A lot of people just didn't just forgot about him. The offensive line needs to get fixed because the offensive line was terrible last year. It was worse yeah. than the Giants. Yeah, that was. It, it was a bad offensive line. And yeah, Ricky Seals Jones is an underrated tight end. I think he's still on the team. I'm not exactly sure, but I do I do believe that if you're gonna help you up, you're gonna help out your rookie quarterback. You gotta get him surrounded with the best talent possible. But the Raiders is a good pick considering they're moving to Vegas. You need a selling point. You need, like... No, yeah, but... Vegas would be... But you know what I did say earlier, you know, uh, when we were talking about ourselves? Now, I feel like he could possibly go to the Giants for some odd reason. I don't know why, but I feel like it would work. Imagine Odell and AB. Nah, they would have a cap. They're about to get a rookie as a quarterback. They don't have any cap space to, to sign, to keep AD. They don't have, okay, a, I mean AB, sorry. They don't have any cap, and but that's really it. They don't have any cap space to get him. It just doesn't make sense. They can find and it doesn't make sense. It, it makes sense. It, 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 explain it to me how it makes sense. sense. It makes sense. When the Bears had two of the top uh, wide receivers, that made sense, right? Let me talk about Jeffrey and Marshall. Yep. Makes sense, but... They had That's, they didn't have that much cap space. If you didn't remember that, you got to. But you also got to understand because um, they made that work. Marcus Spears said this on first take earlier. When you're getting AB, you're not getting just AB the player. No, oh, yeah, you're, you're getting, getting you're getting, yeah, you're getting the all the baggage uh-huh. that comes with that. You're gonna pair that baggage well, Odell, with Odell Beckham. That's a dynamic duo. Yo, it's a dynamic duo that probably understand. no one can stop. But at the end of the day, you're gonna stack the offense. 
while you just trade away Olivier Vernon, who's your best defensive lineman, while during the season you trade away David Harrison, Amen. what are like what? And you're not you don't even have he Landon said, Collins back. He either. said positive. Have to trade AB said positive AB. things are happening. Things are going to change. That I feel like something's gonna happen. I feel like something that we don't expect is gonna happen. I wait, wait, that like, those are AB's words. That's that was his, that was a tweet. Well, damn. I mean, get out of the Steelers for him it seems like it'd be the positive thing. Yeah. It doesn't matter where he no, goes. No, but I feel like he. I feel like that was. He wouldn't make that announcement for a regular trade. I feel like we're going to see something happen that we didn't expect. Probably, probably but I think he's, he he's speaking more from the standpoint he don't have to deal with Big Ben's nonsense oh, and yeah. the fact that Mike Thomas says, oh, oh you're banged up, just go home. I did want to ask you, yeah, I think that he's going, now that he did, did anybody watch the interview that he just recently Yeah, had? the one uh, Jeff Darlington? Yeah, 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 yes. yes. Okay, did y'all think that he went around that, the, the, uh, you know, the proper way, the good way? To be honest, or did he, should he have you know be more humble? Because he was wild now in some parts, but I I yeah, feel like I he, get what he was saying. Yeah, I get where he's coming from because it seems as though the organization has. Let me, I'm I'm gonna be I'm not gonna be PC about this. Their organization has the head of Roethlisberger's ass too much because nothing he does gets held accountable. But yet they'll they'll sing out AB, they'll sing out Le'Veon Bell, whatever they do. But when when it comes to Roethlisberger, he is untouchable within that organization. And to be honest, to me, that's disgusting. Because although Roethlisberger has been a quarterback that has gotten the Steelers to the playoffs, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, the, the way with how much talent... The Steelers have. There's no reason why they are. They've only had one Super Bowl in this decade. Well, well, not even this decade. They won in 2009. Wait, what's was no, it was 2008. That was 2008. They went to the Super Bowl in 2010. You got beat by Aaron Rodgers in the in the Packers. Then outside. Then after that, the defense fell off. Whatever. But the but it eventually picked up. But the offense just disappeared. And against the likes of the the Patriots, and and for the first half, the Jaguars. True. So I don't get where all this this caping com- comes for Ben. I guess they feel like they owe. It's like it's like the Giants. They feel like they owe Eli something. They feel like they owe Roethlisberger. They feel like they owe them all the gratitude in the world. But the results haven't always been there. But they always do this with quarterbacks. Well, yeah. This is well, Peyton Manning. Do you want Peyton Manning? And Peyton is. is a top three quarterback all the time. Bro, they do this to every single legendary quarterback. Even if they're... They do it for Joe Montana? Okay, true. But I'm talking about as of recent. As of past the 2000s, they have been doing this to to iconic or, you know, great quarterbacks. They don't want to let it go. doesn't make it right, though? It doesn't make it right. It's the same thing that's happening in the NBA where it's their farewell tour now all of a sudden. Which I want to bring that up, but that's another story. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like... They feel like they owe them another season, mm-hmm. another season. Oh yeah, let's just keep trying because it's Eli man, like that doesn't make sense. You're hurting your team just to prove a point that you're loyal to a, a player, which is fine, but it doesn't make sense. Yeah, I think I think the statement was out of line. He called them fifty two kids. Fifty two kids. Like, I think like, that, that's just. I think AB grown, was right. Grown just, men, grown yeah, men, you're calling kids. He, off. he called. He said Ben Roethlisberger has fifty two kids to worry about. I think it's 53. It's 50, 54. He's the 53rd. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, so, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, 52 kids to worry about and to manage. And I think A.B. was right for going off. And yeah. that just bolsters what A.B. is saying. Yeah, because it's like, don't don't get me wrong. Like Nate said, A.B. was wild out some of these times. But you get his frustration. And 
it's crazy because me and Tyler were just watching the shop before Nate arrived, mm-hmm. and we heard about the the week seventeen story. Yeah. And to me, our, our well, excuse me, this is my fault because I'm not informing him, but he basically said, "I'm banged up, and I need like a couple days to get right." Yeah, and he said, "Oh, you need a couple days to get right to just just go home." Go home, like, 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 what do you, what do you mean? Like you go home. Gonna send him the treatment, not gonna yeah. say, all right, we'll go hit the ice bath. Let's do this. Let's get you Just right. Go home. Exa- Just go home. <laughs> exactly, and, and I feel as though, and Tyler disagree with me, even though I don't know. I feel like I didn't get enough press. Why, why, why wasn't they talking about it as much as everything that everything else that AB was doing? They, they, they'll make sure they talk about the Instagram lives. Of course. Because and it's it's all and like they was talking about on the shop, it is all about narrative control. If someone is because I think so many people are so used to wide receivers being divas that any little thing they do, they're gonna try and exploit it and try to make it to something bigger than it actually is. And AB is the is the latest victim of it because Odell was the victim of it too. Yeah, Cause, definitely. Yeah, because I was just I was. Saying, I think Odell's misunderstood. I think Antonio Brown is understood. I think a lot of these wide receivers are misunderstood, and it's not. And I don't think it's a lot. Of, I don't think it's about a lot of them just getting the football. It's just a matter of how do you like how do they get perceived by the general public? And most of the time, it is you know, it's wrong. Anything else to add? I mean, all I gotta say is I feel like AB's going about it. The right way in some forms, but the wrong way in some time. I just feel like he's going away where he has to be careful with what he's saying. Because we don't know if that's going to hurt him in the long run. I'm going to ask you a question. In the Jeff Donaldson interview on ESPN, he did say, I don't need football. I'm set. Exactly. What like what do y'all think about that? you think that hurts trade value? or just? No, I feel like he's talking as if he wants to make sure people understand something. He knows he's great. Mm-hmm. So it's not it's not that he's begging for a team to pick him up. Right. He's like, I can go wherever I really want. To be honest, like I don't need this because I know that I'm great. I know someone needs me. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's his energy, which is the right energy he should have. If you got a blonde mustache, you have to say something like that. Yeah, because he looks ridiculous. Yeah, he looks, yeah, I don't he know looks what ridiculous. You know what they be. But, um, but you got millions, bro. Do you think? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Facts. But uh, I, I'll tell you this. The NFL probably hates what AB says because he knows how dangerous football is. And basically him saying, I don't need to play football. Like, I, I want y'all to understand something. Football is, is a dangerous sport. You know, you, know, you know who knows that? Bob Costas does. That's why he got yanked from NBC because he knew he know how dangerous football is. And he went public saying how dangerous football is. And they saw it as a threat. They said, you know what? Before the Super Bowl, the Patriots and Eagles, before that Super Bowl, he got yanked from NBC for good because mm-hmm. he talked about how dangerous football is. Football players are aware of that. AB is aware that he knows his worth and he knows that he don't have to do, he don't have to do this. If, if, if teams don't want him, that's fine. He can retire. He can be set for life because he knows how to manage himself. He knows how to manage his money. And he's not going to sit there and conform to people who are just going to bash him at the end of the day. While while they'll smile on his face, but they'll bash him uh, on on dirt sheets and whatever, you know. And I and on that front, I agree with him. Yeah, I agree with him too. But I think it will hurt his draft value just because they want some type trade of trade value. I mean, I said wow, 
trade value just because they want some type of excuse to like pass him up right and not give him what he deserves so i agree he's right but you're also right too he has to watch what he say and watch you know how he goes about it because they're looking for an excuse it's like odell they look for an excuse to not pay him mm-hmm. what he was earned what he was what he earned so but yeah. hopefully he gets a good situation and falls out next season and to close out the segment i will say this Steelers, at least trade him somewhere you're going to play him next season. Because I want to see it. I think we all want to see it. Thanks. So, next Next topic, we're going to do something a little unconventional. We're going to talk about wrestling. Now, (laughs) this past Monday night, former UFC champion Ronda Rousey turned heel. Basically saying the WWE Universe does not appreciate her. That was on... That was on the air with Monday Night Raw. But then she went on a diatribe on her on her vlogs talking about the WWE Universe. She, she basically said she doesn't care about the WWE Universe. She says, wrestling is fake. I don't care about breaking kayfabe. Everything's scripted. And none of these bees could touch me. I got my opinions on this, but I want to hear what y'all got to say about this. I think you should go first. I feel like you have a lot of built up animosity. <laughs> I think you should let it out first. Yeah, and my then boy been just... drinking haterade today. So yeah, you hate him. Okay, so <laughs> I've been watching wrestling fan. I've been I've been watching wrestling fan. Yikes! I've been a wrestling fan for a very very long time. Still am to this day as a 22 year old. I'm a wrestling fan. I know I know the business. I've studied the business, and I got to be honest with you. Whether it is scripted or not scripted, I hate this. I absolutely hate it for the standpoint of there is a stigma around wrestling that it's fake scripted. And whatever your opinion is on about it, that's fine. You, you're outside of the business so you can have your opinions on it. Fine, whatever. But I don't give a damn how much stain you have in this business. The fact that there, whether it's scripted where where they gave it a script to say, hey, hey, say wrestling is fake. Why? Why would you do that? Like, I know, like, the secret is probably out about wrestling, whatever. But don't give that to the general public. Because it's going to catch on to these people who come at wrestling fans for whatever good reason that they have. Which is, I believe, is none. And they're going to give them more ammo to, to attack. But if it's not scripted, this is a total disrespect to the business. Wrestling is brought up on kayfabe. Regardless of wh- whether y'all want to agree with that or not, it was brought up on kayfabe. That's what makes story. That's what makes storylines storylines. So the fact that she went off the ra- if 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 this wasn't scripted, let me let me preface that. If it wasn't scripted, the fact that she went off the rails, like like that, tells me she's thin skinned and the fact and you know. It makes me not feel bad for her anytime she gets booed because, don't get me wrong, Ronda Rousey's had a hell of a year in WWE. Like, she's exceeded every expectation because everybody was very, very low on this decision because she's going from actual hitting to not real hitting, blah, 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 whatever. But she has carried the WWE Women's Championship since August, and she's ran with it. She's had an excellent run. But stuff like this, it's just like, Why? She's Why? supposed to do this. This thank is you, a heel. This is what we've been trying to tell you. This is her job. Like this is this is it makes sense. She came from the UFC where she's actually hitting people. 
Not saying I'm not trying to say that wrestling's fake and all that. Who blah? Yeah, that's fine. What I'm trying to explain to you is, of course, she's gonna say that. This is her heel. She's coming from the UFC to the WWE, where everybody already says that it's fake. So to make her seem like the bad guy, it makes sense to say that. To go against the WWE. But, okay, let's go off the basis of if it's scripted. Why disrespect your own company? They've done if, if, that I'm, I, times. I'm telling you, Vince McMahon C will be rolling in his grave right now at, at the fact Vince of what Brandon, 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 get Brandon. like he, RKO'd is, like thousands of times. Brandon, like, do you thing, not understand? Nah, he does what he does for the business, but it's not Brandon. disrespecting the business. Getting RKO'd, that's doing the job for the business. No, that's a that's difference. The same. That's a big You're difference. Disrespecting the boss of that's WWE, that, but that, that's right? disrespectful regardless. How, come on, man. Brandon, let's come on. Let's let's. You said you've watched wrestling for how many years now? A lot of years. Let's not act like WWE itself in previous instances hasn't disrespected the profession of professional wrestling. Good Numerous. point. Numerous. So times. so by you saying that you're saying they disrespect the business. WWE has done that before numerous times in the past. That's the thing is to get exposure to exploit those controversies. Mm-hmm. I think that that's what this was meant for. You keep you bring up kayfabe, and what you have to realize, we talked about it too. Kayfabe has been dead since social media has been a thing. Social media killed kayfabe. Nobody, everybody knows wrestling is fake. So by you saying that, it doesn't make the the general watcher say, "Oh, see, look, I knew it was fake." Everybody knows that already. Everybody knows it's scripted. The actual like. Fighting is fake, even though like some of the contact hits are real and you really feel them. So everybody knows that. I think what this is is just a move by WWE to make her look like more of a heel and more of a hated person. Yep. Okay, so I get what y'all saying. Yeah, make good points. And but, it's working. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, it's gonna yeah, because everyone's reacting to it. But here's my thing. I get being unconventional has what made wrestling to what it was, what it is today. I totally agree with that. But. And what, because cause, cause listen, disrespecting the wrestling business, there's a line you cross. Like, for example, I want to say it was New Blood Rising back in the 90s where Goldberg basically just pushed away Kevin Nash and said, I'm not doing this. That is disrespecting the business. Be- why? Because he basically said, I'm not going to take this power bomb because I know it's a part of the script. I'm not going to take it. And... Yeah, it's disrespectful because it's like why why are you why are you trying why are you not doing what you're told and why are you not like because that it's just wrong to not do it's that. Disrespectful to maybe the company, but to its fans too because the because the fans the fans love this. This is what they want. You are because are you well? I'm not trying to say they want her to say that. Wrestling is fake, but they but want they something want, to feed. Off yeah, of. they, they want, want something. They want listen, to hate something. Listen, don't get me wrong. I do believe social media killed killed heels. There's there's no real heel anymore. The last like legitimate heel in wrestling was CM Punk, in my opinion. I think it was more Randy Orton, but yeah. nah, legit, nah, because. In my opinion, I mean no, CM Punk, yeah, because he it, it did make an impact. He didn't. He know. wasn't a company man. Like Randy, yeah. there's a difference. Like you could tell who is a part of the company machine and who is a brand of themselves. Yeah, CM, CM Punk, Punk was a was brand of, of himself. Yeah. But back to my point, I get being unconventional, but 
there's like I said, there's a line of disrespect in the business and attacking the actual business. Now this is just WWE, this is New Japan Pro Wrestling, this is Ring of Honor, the upcoming AEW, this is TNA. Even though I even know it still existed, but that's beside the point. Point is, this is this is basically saying all this all this all this crap is fake. And why would I, I think a lot of people would feel like why would they write a script for this? Or why would she even go from that tangent? If you if you feel that way, why are you here? Because you got knocked out UFC, right? Yeah, and you need you yeah, needed something yeah, to get yeah. you back on track, right? But think about That's it like this. That's exactly how they want you to feel. Think about it like this. They have the exposure. Exactly what Tyler was. But 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 so, but see here. So you're 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 part of the crowd of any publicity is good publicity. No. Well, okay. But in this day and age, that is what's working. So that's why they're saying something like this because they don't care. Nobody cares about if this positive or negative anymore. Everybody. Do you think that applies to every statement that that wrestling wrestlers make? How much do you want to bet that just from her saying this? The WWE views whenever she's in the lineup is gonna double. Just because she said this, even if she said it's fake, the real wrestling fans, even though they just got disrespected, are going to watch the show just to boo her. But they're gonna love it at the same time because this is an actual heel. But heels are now different because it's no longer about just wrestling. It's about views. It's about social media. It's about kids. It's about creating different things. In different lanes. This is what what is working. If we've seen it in the 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 music industry with Takashi Six Nine, he's out here starting trouble, talking about this and that, and look at him went skyrocket to number one in everything he did, and people hated him at the exact same time. This is the same thing she's doing right now in the wrestling world, and it's working because they have her plastered all over social media bashing her, but people are still gonna watch it. You're right, because they they're, they're, they're are going to watch it. Does that change my opinion on whether she should have said that? No. No. Yeah. Like, like the, don't get me wrong. I, I do like her saying, you know, none of these bees could touch me. Yeah, that's, like that, that's, that's, that's a that. heel right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's heel. That's a heel. But I just think, I just think, I think, it, I just can't, I just can't see how it would be approved to sit there and say kayfabe, the screw kayfabe, wrestling's fake, it's all scripted, like, like I get, I get you're saying the obvious, but like I think that's something that you still want to keep under wraps because at the end of the day, like I, I've always said this, and I'll stick this to the day I die. Non-wrestling fans take wrestling more seriously than the actual wrestling fans because you, be, <laughs> you said that earlier, but I don't think I think they take it more of a joke than real wrestling fans. But but they seriously. take the joke seriously. That's the thing. They no. take it seriously because any little thing, because like you, because I guarantee, if you put a botch on Twitter or YouTube, they're gonna be like, "Lol, this is fake." People still watch this crap, and you're gonna see, you're gonna see a lot of the. No, it is it is dead serious. Because I'm telling you, I'm, I promise you, people hate pro wrestling fans. They hate them with a passion. They because they think them. it's a joke, they don't take it serious. Like, but oh, but but they do take it because they do take it seriously because they shown attention to it, regardless if it's good or bad. Just like you're saying, they shown attention to it. Yeah. Regardless if it's, if it's good or bad, they're showing attention to it, whether if it's in a positive light or a negative light. But that's Fair all point. they care about is what I'm trying to say. They don't care. Like this I, is the new hero. Yeah, this is the new. Because K is dead, so that 
That isn't that won't really this is the new heel. This is the new way to become a heel. You have to make it personal sometimes. You have to get disrespectful. Listen, I don't mind breaking the fourth wall. Alright, I, I I don't mind it. John Cena did with Roman Reigns a couple of years ago. Saying cause he got if you got his promo. Yeah, now it's a personal problem. Yeah, that that and I have no problem with that. I have no problem. I don't care because because even that's breaking kayfabe to a certain degree because they're talking about personal real life things and not about wrestling. It's not that damn personal. They forgot his promo. Mm -hmm. Ain't ain't that personal. I don't know about that. How how how? That's personal. That was personal. They're bringing backstage things to the front of to the middle of the ring. That's breaking kayfabe. I what I want to point out is real quick. Before we continue, I got a, a question too. Is the fact that me being a boxer and me being around fighters and me being around pro fighters, I understand what they try to do to make themselves a bigger brand than, than anything else. It is very common, very common for a fighter to literally disrespect their brand or, or just the boxing in general mm-hmm. or fighting in general. Conor McGregor has done it. Floyd has done it. A lot of big name. Mike Tyson has done it. Muhammad Ali has done it. Jackie Robinson has done it in baseball. We can go on for days about how many times players have disrespected the organization. Especially, but it's more personal than the organization, though. This isn't. This is the same thing. What What just happened with the uh, the Cowboy player? What's his name again? I'm David sorry. Irving. David Irving. He literally just went on live. Dis- that's the mo- that's disrespect. That's disrespect. He literally went online, lit up a joint, and said, "I'm quitting the NFL because I can't smoke." And he was bashing the NFL by everything that's bad about them. And how much do you want to bet more people are going to watch Cowboy games next season just because he kind of he had a, a chip on his shoulder? It's not about, I, I think that would drive fans away from the NFL because no. it's like no. you're kind of handcuffing players in, no, a, in a sense. It's no longer like that. It's, nobody cares about integrity no more. No, everybody just wants somebody but, to say something bad. Well, so I wouldn't say it. that. I would because the Kaepernick thing really like made people just stop watching football and like they started to really realize okay, the fan like. Oh, players can't wear certain cleats. They don't do anything for breast cancer month anymore. They don't do anything about domestic abusers. Yes. So they during the regular season, and then what happened during the Super Bowl? Everybody watched the Super Bowl. But the ratings were down from last we, year. The ratings were down this season because of the the way the game was played. It was a defensive game. How in the hell are people gonna know how the game was gonna be played before the game was played? The same people that were that were begging, uh, bigging up Kaepernick. And talking about taking a knee and taking a stand, uh-huh. were the same people at the Super Bowl. But don't you think don't, don't you do, don't you think those the same people not watching the Super Bowl too? No, there were people. If you're attending a Super Bowl event after just talking about how the NFL is bad, you shouldn't do anything that has to do with the NFL at all. Not I an after party, you. not a not a before party, not watching it at your house. I agree. Nothing. I agree. But what I'm trying to say is people do this all the time. Like they don't care. Like, it doesn't matter. You can't, say, you can't say that for everybody. You cannot say that for everybody. For people like us, because we're more mature for our age, and there's yeah. people that literally love to feed into negativity. People right. thrive off of that. Mm-hmm. People make money off of that. Mm-hmm. Why, do you think that they're, why do you think people disrespect their owners? Just so they can make themselves the brand. Right. I mean, yeah, you, you, that's, a, that's a fair point. It's a fair point. Quick question. How do you feel about Batista coming back? 
Oh God! I love it. You love that it. story. <laughs> that story. Listen, you're gonna tell me that segment wasn't gold. The segment was great, but what is this storyline really gonna be? Ba- it's gonna uh, be uh, another disappointment. Let me let me, let me let me explain something to you. Oh wow! <laughs> it is. His Royal Rumble win was a disappointment. No, uh, because yeah. the fans crapped all over it. You think they're not gonna crap all over this? No, because it's actually a compelling storyline with you, it. Because let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. The, the the problem wrestling fans had with Batista coming back is he wasn't a heel. They don't want to see face Batista because when he left the WWE the first time, he was a heel. He was attacking John Cena. He beat the crap out of Rey Mysterio. Hey, people loved that. Oh, wow. I, remember. I did not like that. I was very... Exactly. That's what made him a good heel. I remember that. I was mad. <laughs> but, but, like, listen. He attacked his mentor. Triple H, listen, Triple H has, didn't have the best 2018. It, it, it wasn't good, all right? It wasn't good. But I think, now, there's only one way WWE could screw this up, and that's making it an actual normal match. They cannot make it a normal match. This has to be a no-holds-barred match. But I do think that, well, I don't think, I, don't, I know this. WrestleMania is for the casual fan. If casual fans hear that Batista is coming back, they're going to be like, oh, damn. Who's he facing? Triple H? Oh, damn. I got to watch that. It's the nostalgia factor. That is, that is involved. for casual fans? Absolutely, it's for casual fans. Because look at the big names on the, on the card every single year at WrestleMania. Undertaker, Brock Lesnar, The Rock will make an appearance somewhere, somehow. You had Sting at WrestleMania at one point. You think casual, you think casual nostalgic fans are not going to mm-hmm. gravitate towards that? Come on now. I just I think the performance is gonna it's not gonna be up to par Listen, with the actual story. The line. the match might suck. That's fine. But you know something? But if the match sucks, then this whole storyline was for what? It's the, but it's but the but games. you can you you can say you can say the same thing about Triple H and Randy Orton from WrestleMania twenty five. That match sucked, but the storyline was incredible. I just I don't know. I don't I don't see where this is gonna evolve to. Unless he it's, unless. it's 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 Batista's last one. That's it. Like he ain't gonna do nothing after this. He gonna have his WrestleMania match, probably lose, and just retire and never but see. But think about it, right? Match. Like next week they're gonna face off. What's okay. gonna happen after face off? They probably not even gonna face off. It's probably just being teased. Exactly. But that's but doesn't that ruin the momentum of what he did to Rick, Rick Flair? No, it it brings more frustration to the fans because they wanted to see him against face to face with Triple H that next week, but they didn't get to because he was on Instagram Live talking about for Triple H. He, but he wasn't there. Somebody else. Oh yeah, I, I think agree. He attack. No, because she's kind of nice. I was gonna say Stephanie, but she's well, kinda, nah, nah, she's kind of caught up with the whole women's thing. I do, I do, but I do, but well, we did see Nia Jax get, you know. Six one nine and super kicked and RKO. No, but Rumble, I'm saying like, like Stephanie's kind of involved with the whole Becky Lynch and all of that. So yeah, it, but they she's kind of she, involved. But, but, but so is but so is Vince McMahon. Like like they're all, like they're all involved. Triple H was involved at that at one at, uh, at one point. So it was just like whatever. Yeah. If if Batista threatens Stephanie McMahon, so be it. it she's she's got to be a part of the storyline some way somehow because it seems like every storyline that Triple H has had in the past couple of years, she, she has been involved. I and I don't think I don't think there's a problem with that. And don't you think that with Becky and Charlotte facing off on Sunday, don't you think that's going to try to don't know going to mitigate it some uh, just a little, like Stephanie's uh, involvement? Maybe. But I'm saying for her to be involved in that storyline and this one, I don't think they're going to cross them. I feel like they might include maybe Vince 
or somebody else that's close to Triple H to drag. I think Vince will be involved hatred. because he was a part of the process. Yeah, too, he's going. So. He's going to be involved. Yeah. yeah. But otherwise, I, I, I well, regardless of this conversation, WrestleMania season is hot. It's way better than last year. No, yeah, it's it, more. It's it is more exactly way better than last year. So and and only because and, Roman came back. Yeah, so. and I was just about to touch on that. By the before we end the segment, glad Roman Reigns is back. Yeah, I'm really healthy, glad. Yeah, back healthy, yeah. and he's just gonna be competing at WrestleMania. I don't think a lot of people expected that. Nah. Great the story. Is gonna be back one and I, I'm, I'm not. I, I hate the idea, but that's you know that's just me. That because, why? It because it just, how do you how do you have that story about like Dean turned on Seth that on the night that Roman announces leukemia. Then reunite them a couple of months later. They should have kept Roman's it going. Back. They should have because Roman's back. Listen, if that's fair, in my opinion, because I, I know what the rumor matches at WrestleMania. I'm not gonna spoil it for whoever does watch wrestling, who watches, who, who listens to this podcast. But if I if I am booking WrestleMania, I'm having a shield win on Sunday, and I have I have Dean Ambrose turn on Roman Reigns. Why? Because it needs, it needs to seem like it's not genuine. Like it just it has to set up something. I don't want to see Roman Reigns with his presumed WrestleMania opponent. It's going to be trash. I don't want to see it. If y'all don't believe me, look it up. You don't want to see that match. We've seen it before on Monday Night Raw. You don't want to see it. I. It would be more intriguing. He 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 leaving anyway. You might as well. Exactly. So why make him turn and then he's leaving? They listen. Face and let him just go off into the sunset. He ain't gonna have a good match at WrestleMania. That's a problem. He's an integral part of the roster. He's not gonna have a good match at WrestleMania. It's just that simple. So we just we need to talk wrestling more often. This, yeah, this is a good. This is a good debate. Me tape. That's good. I'm good. I'm good. That's my job. Now, Whoa. now, uh, you're awful. You are awful. Holy cow! So let's keep this going. It's time for what's on your mind. So I thought he was gonna do a whole, whole nother segment. He said, let's keep it going. Said, let's keep it going. <laughs> <laughs> it's Friday, my fella. Yeah, it's Friday. So what's on your mind? Anyone? Anyone want to take this? Or I'm not gonna hold y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't particularly prepared for this segment. <laughs> I was kind of busy with my week, but I will say one thing that caught my eye this um this week is Mike Trout. Now people are talking about how he's potentially gonna get a four hundred million dollar contract. If you base, if you look at the numbers, uh, yeah. Machado got like what three sixty or something like that. No, he got three hundred. Three hundred. Yeah. And um, what did Bryce Harper get? Three twenty. Three thirty. Three twenty. Somewhere around there. His WAR is like double this. Yes, I seen that. Stat. So can you imagine what he's gonna get if they get in three hundred? I remember I seen a, uh, a tweet Jerry Weaver say he said if uh. If Bryce Harper and Machado getting three hundred, Mike Trout better get a billion. Yeah, <laughs> listen, like, like, it's listen. Look, like his yeah. numbers are historically great. Not just great for this ever or his like this season or whatever, but historically they're great. My thing and is, so, I don't even understand how they get this much. money. I don't understand it either. It's like, how do you have that like, much money on one team to just give to one player? It is crazy. Like this, like, no caps. Like this is wild. Like, mm-hmm. I don't understand it, how that's even possible, but it, hey. Yeah. Get your money, man. I'm about to get, man. I'm about to play baseball. 
I'm gonna be a DH. That's the only thing I can do. I can't throw. <laughs> Don't ask me to pitch. So I ain't throwing nothing. I tore my what? I tear hella ligaments, man. <laughs> but no, that's crazy. Man. I don't. I don't like these ten-year contracts. I hate nah, yeah, them. I stupid. hate them. Stupid. Hate them. But it comes with the money. It comes with the money. I know, but I hate. It comes. With you the should money. not sign somebody for, for ten years. Absolutely. Our Pujols. Yes, he's supposed to be the prime example of that. I I do not understand it. Yeah, that's only time I could. I mean, I don't really watch hockey, but I know they do it in hockey too. Yeah, hockey have big contracts, but, but hockey like hockey players have a lot have better longevity than exactly. Like baseball, have, I don't. I don't like ten year contracts. I hate them. But. I absolutely hate them. The most, if I was a GM, I'd probably be fired. But most I'm giving a play is six, seven years. Exactly. Yeah, I think that's six to seven years is good enough. Cause baseball, but you have to think about it. If I'm gonna give a player three hundred dollars, I mean three hundred million dollars, I have to put. You have to work for that. Like, I'm not just gonna give you three hundred million to play for five years. Like, yeah, that doesn't I, make I, okay, any sense. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, exactly. But baseball players like doing that. They like having a place to stay. Like they they like having their own team to where they're set. They're Jeter did the same thing. I'm not saying money wise. Well, yeah, money wise. Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying he did the same thing. He wanted to be on the Yankees. He wanted to stay on that one team and make it his team. Fair. Brandon, before we end this this base, let's stay on baseball. Can you explain to me because I'm I'm a little out of touch. Why does Craig Kimball not have a job? <laughs> oh, yeah, forty two saves. I wish I could answer that question. I don't understand it, but I can't. Adam Jones is inside. Dallas Keuchel is inside. Like, I wish I had a Our list. Close is dead. What's going on? Wabbit. Our close is dead. What's going close, on? Close the closer is dying off <sighs> because they're starting to put reliever like the, like the Rays do. They put a reliever. Starter, reliever, and whoever closes, they close. And I think you got to start seeing that more because you see in the postseason, people, and, and it got switched over to the regular season now. Do I agree with them? Probably not because, you know, it's a lot of, that's it's very taxing on a reliever to, you know, to, do that, yeah. to start off games where they're not even used to it. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's, it's just... It works, though. That's the thing. That's why they do it because it's, it's working. Well, we haven't seen it done like this before. Right. So now when you have the reliever starting first, that gives you time that gives you time to uh for your starter to actually, you know, be fresh off the bench when when it's time needed to. Instead of I mean, being passing it on to your reliever when the other team already has a rolling on, you know, hitting the ball. Right. Yeah, we'll I mean be disappointed we didn't get Harper or Machado, but I'll deal with it. Y'all stacked yeah, though. It's never yeah. Yeah, yeah. Offensively, y'all yeah, got. No reason yeah, yeah, yo, I'm telling you, if Troy no, Tula Whiskey stays healthy, that might have been the biggest bargain of the offseason. You got DJ LeMay, you playing second base. Dude won a bad in time not too long ago. Yeah. Greg Bird, Luke Voigt, I don't know how they going, you know. My mind, this. you can never have too much offense. Oh, absolutely. Nobody's saying absolutely. that. Absolutely. But. Um, I'm glad we didn't give him no goddamn 10-year, $300 million contract, though. Yeah, about to. Y'all gonna do that sooner or later. Well, who? We don't know yet, but y'all gonna do that sooner. I gonna be on trial. Nah. Yeah. The Yankees, like, listen. The Yankees were in on Harper and Machado. A contrary to what they they were saying, they're not trial. Not. I don't think he's coming. Yeah. He's not. He may not come there, but I believe that 
they will be in the mix for No, him. yeah, it, doubt it. I don't think he will. Why, why do you think that? Because I feel like he doesn't want to go to the Yankees. I feel like he would want to go somewhere else. Like, it, it doesn't make sense. Like, why would Bryce Harper go to the Phillies? You feel me? Like, he could have well, easily went to the Yankees Well, if, if that was the case. Well... I'm not saying the Phillies is a bad organization, yeah. But I'm saying if I was a star player and I know my my you know my my worth, I'm gonna go to the Yankees or to a big name team. Some players want to start a new legacy. They don't want to feed off of the team. Not every player wants to do that. That's fair. That's fair. But uh, before I ask this uh, next question, shout out to Bryce Harper for taking number three for two reasons. One to commemorate. Alan Iverson. Number two, not take it 34 in memory of Roy Holiday. Facts. That's that's some good stuff. Yeah. But let me ask you, are the Phillies I'm the favorite? Are, are the Phillies the favorites to come out of the East? I'm not gonna say National League, because that may be a little bit of a stretch, but are they the favorites to come out the NL East with that move? There's a team so. there's a team that I that I know of. The Mets aren't gonna get out of here. Huh? NL East? Yeah. Who's in the NL East? The, the, the Braves, Nationals, Braves. Marlins, and Mets. I'm missing the... T- say it again? Say it again? The Braves, Nationals, Marlins, Mets, and Phillies. I think I'm talking about the Nationals. I feel like they're going to come up out of nowhere. They lost their I best player, but they... But I, it... So, um... Yeah, so what's been on my mind is literally... <laughs> we had technical difficulties since he's not going to mention that. We had technical difficulties. Yo, my bad, yo. We... we, we we on some, we don't know what we doing, man. We trying to enjoy our lives right now. So, anyway, what's been on my mind is the farewell tour. It's kind of annoying in basketball. I feel like... Wait, wait, hold on. You've got to mention you've got, you've got something. What? You're a hypocrite. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah I am a hypocrite. Like jump yeah. on that. Why would no, no, you no. even do that to yourself? No, no, no. no but me, the way, me, when me, I explain me. it, you guys will understand. I feel like it makes sense at first because it was genuine. Now, everybody's just trying to do the same thing. Which... These players deserve it. I understand that. But what I'm trying to say is not everybody is Kobe. And not every hold on. Hold on, I'm not done. I'm not done. I'm not done. I'm not done. I'm not I'm not saying back to the I'm not saying these players don't deserve it because the ones that are doing the Fair World Tour is worth it. This is it's the right thing to do. I get it. But what I'm trying to say is this is becoming an every year thing. To where we just sign the player just to have a fair world tour. Like, this isn't... I, I don't... I feel like we should stop doing that. Like, why do I need to sign you for another year just so you can say goodbye? You know what I'm saying? Does anybody see what I'm saying right now? No? That's crazy. Okay. Do you see? Hold on, hold on. Wait, tell me, tell me, tell me. I'm not saying that these players that are doing it right now are wrong. I'm talking about the future. I'm talking about I feel like this is going to start happening every year and this is going to get played out very quickly. That's what I'm trying to say. I didn't word that correctly the first time. I feel like this is getting played out faster than it should because we're doing it with every player. And then you're going to have certain players get upset like Paul Pierce who didn't get a farewell tour. Hold on. Who didn't get a farewell tour. I'm not saying he he deserved it because he was you know talking out of his mouth. That's perfectly fine. But there are players who don't get that or who didn't get it in the past. And just because it started with Kobe, technically Michael Michael Jordan, yeah. But when it started with Jordan, I mean Kobe, it 
it just kept happening. And other players were expecting it. And which it doesn't that always doesn't need to happen. I feel like we just save that for players of that caliber, not just because yeah, you were a great player. I'm not saying don't put anything up on the, the green screen or make a show every, you know, uh one to seven games or whatever. But every night does not need to be a show about you if you're not that good. Is that what that's what I'm trying to tell you? This is the biggest Wait. nonsense I've ever heard How in my this life. Nonsense? This is the worst what's somebody... on your mind we have ever had How? in this show. This doesn't make any sense. I'm going to tell you. It's annoying, tell you, But go ahead. It's annoying. Go ahead. Go ahead. my damn mind. Go ahead. I know why you're saying this. And I personally no, offended. I'm oh, I know why. I know why. No, I love D-Wade. No, I love D-Wade. Yo, don't say that. Don't say that. Don't say that. Do not say that. So why are you saying this? Don't say that. You have the nerve to say this because he's having a farewell tour. That's what. You, that's why you're saying. No, it? I'm saying that because he's this... not Kobe. No, no, hell no. That's what you Kobe, just said. No, 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 no. D Wade is definitely top ten, fifteen players that I've seen in my. Whoa, relax. D Wade is not top ten to fifteen. What are you talking about? Right? He is. Okay, Good. so what are you getting upset I'm about? Biased, so I, to me, of course the, you're gonna to put him in. The, to, I put him top ten, fifteen. I I say he's like twelve. That's generous. That's generous for yeah, a lot of people. For a lot of people, people wouldn't. People, what are you serious? People people have hot people have hot takes with these top ten, top yeah, fifteen lists. So. I'm talking to me, about he the third greatest student guard I've ever seen in the NBA. I agree. If you're talking about position wise, of course. I'm talking about that I've ever seen. That's what I'm. That's what I said. Okay. D, I respect D Wade to the fullest. He respected Kobe, so I'm gonna respect a player that followed after Kobe. Now, I'm not trying to say anything crazy, but I'm saying that what came out of Dwayne Wade's mouth. What I'm trying to Why say you is keep bringing it back to Kobe. Make I'm not. Uh, what, I'm say, what I'm trying to say. What I'm trying to say because it's not biased. What I'm, that's what you do. You you say things because it's biased. You just brought everything back. you've mentioned so far has been Kobe. No, because why? Why though? Because you biased. I'm not biased on Kobe. What I'm trying to say is that I'm not... I don't want to continue to see farewell tours of players that aren't on a certain caliber. Okay, so That's who... Getting, these players... No, who, no, these I'm going to ask that question. I'm a, these I'm players a that are getting the farewell tour so far deserve it. I'm not saying so anything what about... So what, what, what I'm trying about? to tell you that this is going to get played out and fans aren't going <laughs> to appreciate the farewell tour like they did... With Dwayne Wade and, and Dirk Nowitzki and Kobe and Jordan, it's going to get played out. People are going to stop caring because the NBA did this out of a, 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 you know, a genuine act. They wanted to do that. Now it's going to become played out because that's what's going to be ticket sales. And people are going to start seeing that because it's not genuine anymore. It's just so they can say goodbye and sell more tickets. That's it. <clears throat> I think he got a question. Please ask if me you got that a question. question you might want I know to somebody will agree with me because I'm not saying that we of shouldn't. Of course, have I'm sure you're not the only person that yeah. thinks this I'm, idiotic. No, I'm not ridiculous. saying. It's I'm ridiculous. not it saying. You guys are misinterpreting everything that I'm saying. Okay, but maybe I'll be further clarified once he asks you this question. Ask me a question. Okay, so how how? Because you contradicted yourself. <laughs> um, I is just said I was it's is. Is these re- like retirement farewell tours? Are there uh, occurrence every season? After Kobe, yes. After Kobe, there has been. When did Kobe retire? Twenty. Twenty. Sixteen. Sixteen. That was three years. 
and every ever since then we've had some sort of affair. Well, name him. Name him. Right after Kobe, what was, who was? Because if you say Tim Duncan had a retirement uh, he farewell tour, he didn't have. He didn't have. He, and he was deserving of a retirement tour. Hold on. Exactly. But that's what I'm trying to say. So who what, had it in 2017 that didn't deserve it? I didn't say any of these players that got it. But but think about it. but think about who's not, who's think about who's had the farewell tours. They all deserved it. Of like when Vince Carter is going to retire, no, he okay. deserves but it. Then, but that's another. That's what I'm trying to say. I don't want to see this every single year. Like I feel like we should. Vince Carter, well deserving. He's definitely gonna. He definitely deserves a farewell okay. tour. Not hating on anybody. I'm not trying to say that nobody deserves a farewell tour. I'm saying that we should be careful on how we do this because it's gonna get played out to the point where nobody cares that it's a farewell tour anymore. Everybody's gonna continue seeing this every year, and it's not gonna mean as much as when it first happened. When Kobe had it, I'm not, I don't, I promise you, I'm not trying to bring up Kobe on everything, but when Kobe brought, when Kobe said, I'm retiring, and he had a farewell tour, that wasn't even planned at first. It literally just happened. It came out that way. People were just saying, yo, this is Kobe's last game. I need to be there. I need to watch it. And then it became a farewell tour. The season didn't start off like, yeah, every game, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, Say goodbye and trade jerseys and do this and that, which is perfectly. I'm He's not, yo, I'm up. not saying D Wade. I'm not saying that. Who else did this besides D Wade? Of course, but what I'm trying to say is this is going to start happening every year, I, and it's gonna get annoying. I get what you're saying. Mark my words. Y'all gonna the way that we reacted when when D Wade and Dirk and Whiskey just retired, and he's doing this. The way we're so happy about this. Five years down the line, besides when LeBron retires, that's in the whole nother story. The next person that retires, we're not gonna care. Like it's not gonna, it's not gonna be besides Vince, but we're not gonna care. Like it's not gonna be the same thing every single. It depends game. on what caliber of a player they were. That's yeah. what I'm trying to say. that caliber of a player that you, deserved one. You, you, You've even said it. You're, so are we gonna do the same thing when who who's still in the league? Jason exactly. Terry. We're we gonna do the same Jason, thing. Jason Terry. Terry's gone. He's gone. Okay. So so who else is about to retire? Pau Gasol. Pau Gasol. Is Pau Gasol gonna get a farewell tour? No. No. How do we know that from now on? Because at this point, he's good. He was good. He's a great player. He's a great player, but he was a great player and he won championships. He doesn't but, deserve but, a farewell but, tour. But, but okay. All of a sudden now, no, he Why does. Not? But he does. Now he does. He's a great player, but he just a farewell tour. No, he didn't. But he was great. That's my point. Just because you're great doesn't mean you're going to automatically exactly. get Exactly. There's certain players that get them. That, that And what I'm trying to say is there's not that many players in the league left that are worth this. So what I'm trying to say is in the next so five years... you don't have years, to worry about them. Not you you try to make this like a three-year, four-year, uh, three-year... You try to make this an in-between. Yeah, years, in-between thing. thing. But if a player... if You can't help if, retired, if a no. player is retired. If a, if you if have a player to give reti- it to them. Yes, if a player retires, then that's totally different. Like when Vince retires next year or whenever he decides to retire... We all know, and we're all going to be sitting watching the TV... Absolutely. ...appreciating him being on, uh, being on you know, his last run. But what I'm trying to say is... He better this, do a dunk contest, too. No, he's going to do a dunk contest. I hope the hell he, he does. They, they're going to win. I hope he wins. He better. He I hope better he does, do too. Yeah, I love Vince, but I... Imagine I Zion him. and Vince in the same dunk contest. Like and, Zion going to do what Dwight Howard doing, just throwing the damn ball into nah, the hoop. I think Zion got some sauce in, in his bag. I ain't going to hold you. 
He, he, he can just he, jump high. Yeah, nah, he be doing windmills. Yeah, I know, I know. Like he, he, he probably, he probably get the, the numbers because he jumps high as hell. Listen, before I, I, I give this to Brandon and talk about what's on his mind, I'm gonna say this as a basketball fan. I love watching basketball. I've loved it since Allen Iverson came out playing the Lakers in 2001. Um, now. Every player does deserve appreciation for what they did in the league. But what I'm trying to say is, if we're going to do a farewell tour, I don't want it to be a farewell tour just for anybody. We should always appreciate whatever anybody did in the league because that's hard work. But what I'm trying to say is, if we're going to do a farewell tour where every single game in the 82-game regular season is about you retiring... You better be up to par with at least a Kobe, a LeBron, a Dwayne Wade, a Dirk. I don't want to see a, a a bench player getting a farewell. You're not gonna see that. We don't know that because I've been seeing this every single year for the past. If any, three years. if if any bench player was gonna get a farewell tour, it'd been Brian Scalabrini. Okay, he ain't even get one. Lou Will is Lou Will getting a farewell tour? When he retires? No. Yes, he no. is. No, yes, he's he not. Is. If at Jamal way, Crawford the... don't get no farewell tour. Bro, no, he's getting it. No. Oh, no. Bro, no. Look, Jamal look, Crawford is getting it. Look, look, at, the, look at the pattern of players who's getting a, 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 reti- a farewell tour. Champions and what Greeks. I'm trying to say is they're going to make this a thing. It's been Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, Dirk Nowitzki, and Dwayne How Reed. long has it? No, how long in between was it Michael Jordan and Kobe? How many years apart was while. that? It's been a while, but that, but that basically how many great that debunks players, your point because you said you didn't seem like everyone gets it. How many great players retired between Michael Jordan and Kobe? A lot, but that debunks your point because you feel as though it's going to happen every single year now. Oh, no, that's okay, but understand what I'm saying. It took Michael Jordan all the way to Kobe for him to get, uh, for us to get another farewell tour, right? Yes. And now we're getting one three years later. So that wasn't you no. Know, it wasn't three years with late. D Wade and Dirk. Okay, sixteen and nineteen. That's okay. three, years. three years. And what I'm trying to say is, do you really put the Wayne Wade on a level? <laughs> yes, man. Come Yo, on. Wait, hold on, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. He is there. He is there. He's there. He's there. I'm not trying to say it like that. I'm not trying to say it like that. What I'm trying to say is. Are we really going to continue to do this? Because there's mad players that were good. Enough listen, to... listen. If you need me to say it, I'll why didn't say it. Kobe Jason and Jordan it? are on the same tier. Why? Dwayne is not on that tier, but he's in that bubble. He's he deserves bubble. that. Yeah, so what are you talking about? But what I'm trying to say is how many players have been in Dwayne Wade's bubble that we didn't give a farewell tour to? What are you talking about? Mello Name one. Melo, I don't think Melo getting one. Yeah, he's not getting one. Whoa, if you say Melo's not getting a farewell tour, no. I don't know what you're talking oh, about. Jesus now Christ. Now you're wild. Oh. If, if Dwayne Wade and Dirk is getting a farewell They're tour. They're champions. They're champions. I don't, They're greats. All-time greats. Are you serious right now? Is Melo... Is Melo Melo's like, not an all-time great? I'm talking about in basketball. If you're talking about a basketball phenom, a legend, Car- Carmelo is literally that. Went to Syracuse, okay. balling. Oak Hill, balling. Make sure question. Three Olympic gold questions. medals. Sure I question. think he has four. I don't even know. To me, make sure question. Is Melo a top 20 player of all time? No. Yeah. No. No. I'm, what? All right, I'm, no. All right, wait, hold on. Hold no. On, hold on, hold on. 
He's not, but he is at the same time. That makes no sense. No, it's either yes <laughs> or no. Uh, he's top twenty-five, though. I'm not gonna. We're not gonna do that. We're not gonna say that. Conrad. You can. You can even debate that. He's the but biggest mellow fan. He's one of exactly. the biggest mellow fans I know. He's not even conceding to that. Bro, no, that's a he's problem. Not top twenty. Mello, he's not top twenty. But what I'm trying to say is, he's in that bubble. He's a in the bubble Wayne, of what? Dwayne Wade. He's in that bubble. Oh, Please, he's no, not in no. that bubble. No, yo, yo, that's crazy. Don't you stop I'm talking about basketball. I'm, I'm talking about basketball in general. He's not in that bubble, bro. Are you serious? No, he's not in the same bubble as Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade is a champion, NBA Finals MVP. I guess, bro. A he's part, an all-time a, great. A part stop of, putting a part him of the in greatest the tandem of all time. Exactly. Really being honest, I guess. Bro. I guess. Brandon, what's on your mind, bro? I don't know. You, oh my yeah, god. We're so, gonna have this argument the, another day. So, so I'm in Tyler's boat. I don't have anything planned for this. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna compensate for that by keeping it very, very brief and saying something that has to do with this podcast. Last time we recorded was in February. Early, early February. And part of the reason of that was because we wasn't feeling it. And it's not the feeling of the podcast, but life itself. Now, I'm not going to go on a diatribe that I did the first time. But what I am going to say is this. Nothing too much is worth your mental health. Make mental health your main priority and never, ever, ever let it get too much to the point where you feel you can't handle anything. And that, I'm going to leave it at that. Because I think that message is powerful and it resonates with a lot of people. But to reiterate... Put your mental health first before anything. And it's crazy how I just went from yelling at this guy to being all sentimental, but that's yeah, that's uh that's how I do. That's how I do. You need to do a show where it's like pop culture and then just popular talk. Also, I did not forget we need to do a show of just clowning. Just what whatever has happened, we, because I, I feel we we I think the fans deserve to know who we are, how we've came up, and how we basically met each other. What was our funny moments? All that I wanted to come out in one show. They want to know the gang gang for real. I I think they deserve to know. Yeah, I think I'm not even ready for that. Oh, I'll, I'll save that for the other show. Yeah, ready for that? I was I, gonna say I'm trying to think of like when when did I meet you? You met me sophomore year. I yeah, think not, it was because of... Huh? Oh, we're not, we're, not, we're not gonna get into yeah. this. Okay. We're not getting into this. How you just gonna name somebody who don't want to be on this show, man? That's fine. We, he not he, he getting he getting a shout out from us. Exactly. You hear? Quade was popping. Big black smoke two oh one. Big black smoke. Cherry Nah, yo, yeah, in fact, we need to, we need to have that episode because y'all y'all y'all, y'all, y'all gotta know about us. Yo, all yeah. we do is laugh. Like as serious as we sound, all we do is laugh together, bro. Like it's, yeah. it's crazy. Even though I'm, I'm usually the brunt of, you know, their laughter. But you know, yeah, you know. I doubt that. But I met him in history class, bro. It was him and uh, Chris, I think. Oh yeah, I think I transferred to that class. You I wasn't supposed to, to be there. Yeah, I yeah, transferred there. I was. It was just hella awkward. I'm like, man, I don't want to be in this stupid ass class. <laughs> Man, nah, that's that's how that's how I felt why uh that's the senior year transfer the, the Spanish class because I wasn't in your Spanish class. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But I tell y'all that was the yo, it but was us three. It was just all of us in that one it area, bro. So, yo, <laughs> crazy yo. how stuff happens, bro. And I I'm telling I I'm gonna tell you how I used to terrorize these guys. Shout out to class. Yes, shout yeah, out to yeah. She, she, ain't, she ain't like me at first, but it's all good. It's I ain't gonna hold good. you. You failed me, but I'm gonna show you what's happening in five yeah, years. 
You got I seen that CD. picture of you. Oh no, no. I seen, <laughs> I seen that picture. Of you. Your family lovely though. I, I'm happy that everybody's healthy though. Yeah, that, you know that mole still top notch. Yeah, Lord have mercy. Oh, my boy coming at the mole. Yo, she really failed me. I don't care about it no more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yo, how you feeling? Oh, all Yo, right. This is what's crazy, she right? She smiled in your Yo. face. <laughs> <laughs> That's the killer, bro. She smiled in your face. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yo, I ain't gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie to none of y'all. The reason oh. I failed was these two. Oh. What? Oh, nah. Get Yo, out of here. I, if we were the reason why he failed, we would have failed right with them. Tyler was mean? about to fail. What are you talking about? I, I, pulled oh, I don't know how you pass. Well, I know how you pass. I know exactly how you pass. Shut up, man. Listen, by any means that's necessary. Before this podcast goes completely off the rails, we got to say goodbye. We will have that episode for you soon because I'm looking forward to it. So for Brandon, Talil, and Nate, we say goodbye, and we'll see y'all very, very soon. Peace. Peace.